0: Give us eyes to see and ears to hear and help us walk out of this place better than when we came in, Father. Just pray for everyone in this room, Lord. You know all the needs before we even know what we need. And we just thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is thought about, Charlie Brown. Probably one of the most classic readings of our scripture tonight, shepherds. What were the shepherds really about? Kind of sanitized our idea of the shepherds a little bit. Our children are shepherds in the Christmas plays. Hollywood kind of makes them cool even our nativity sets at home kind of, make the shepherds look friendly and nice. And, but that's, that's really missing the point. Because the shepherds in the first century were not our 21st century image. And so when we sanitize that image of the shepherds, what we really do is, is miss the big message that God has for us in the story with the shepherds. So that's what we're going to look at tonight. We're going to figure out what's so important about these shepherds in this story. The first century shepherds, they worked 24-7. There was no break. It was a thankless job, and it was a dangerous job. There was nothing between a shepherd and a sheep, I mean a, a shepherd, a sheep, and whatever predator was out there except the rod and the staff that the shepherd carried with them. They had no status in society. They were never around people. They were always with sheep. So since they were always with sheep, they smell bad. They couldn't shower. There's no showers out in the fields. They were famous, believe it or not, for thievery. I was surprised about that. But what would happen in these fields, there was no marking on territory. So a shepherd would just have their sheep go and, and go wherever they wanted to eat. And that could have been someone else's land and then they were charged with being a thief. They were considered the lowest of the low. They weren't theologically minded because all they had were the sheep to talk to. And they couldn't keep the rituals of the Jews. They couldn't they were they were out in the fields 24/7 with the sheep, so they couldn't keep the rituals. So then they weren't allowed in the temple because they were considered unclean. They were they were not just pushed aside they were despised by the people the Talmud which is a a commentary on the laws of the Torah said this about shepherds it says no help to heathens and shepherds that's just how far down these shepherds really were in first century but with our God nothing is ever accidental nothing is ever happenstance He didn't just randomly select the first guests to be at the birth of our king. He intentionally chose these shepherds on this night, these uneducated, forgotten outcasts, to not only hear the message of the birth of our Savior, but to be the first guests at the birth of our Savior. There are three things we're going to look at tonight that we can learn from these shepherds first one is, no one is ever too far from God. No one is beyond his reach. Though the world refused to acknowledge that the shepherds existed, even though society forgot them, pushed them aside, considered them hopeless and unredeemable, they were the first ones to witness our King. If you're going to have great news, if you had great news, maybe you won the lottery, who would you tell? Probably someone big. You'd want the news to get out. You know, the royal family, when they had their children born in the last couple of years, there's there's actually a, a routine that they have to follow in alerting people. First the queen gets told about the baby's birth, and then dukes and earls, princes and princesses, and then once all the important people are told, then the commoners are told. That's not what God did. God chose not just the commoners, but the despised, to not only hear the news, but to be there first. The equivalent would be us winning the lottery, going down to five ninety five eighty four 84 area, going under a bridge, finding a homeless person and saying hey guess what i won the lottery and i'm going to share it with you nobody does that god does and that's what he did this night in that field he chose the humble he chose cast aside listen to what it says in first corinthians first chapter starting in verse 26 Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes, or powerful, or wealthy when God called you. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. He chose things that are perilous to shame those who are powerful. God chose things despised in the world, things counted as nothing at all and use them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. See, God could have gone to the social elite of the time. He could have gone to the powerful and the wealthy. But all that would have done was puffed up the men. But when God reveals himself to the humble, to the forgotten, the ones that the world says don't matter, when the miracle of salvation is revealed to them, God alone gets the glory. That's where the shepherds matter. No one is too far from God because of their past choices. No one's too far from God because of their mistakes. Because our past don't dictate our future. It doesn't dictate the future of those out beyond these walls either. The second thing we learn from the shepherds that. Everyone is invited to come and see and experience Jesus. One of the things the angel says in the second chapter of Luke, starting in verse 10, it says this, I bring good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign, You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger this is kind of the the angels equivalent of come and see come and see you're invited come and see notice jesus isn't they're not saying oh he's the one with the glowing halo over his head he's not the one wearing the royal crown no you will know who this is the savior the christ the lord because he's wrapped in strips of cloth. And there was the baby lying in the manger. The shepherds didn't say, oh, let's, let's think about that. Uh, maybe we can go tomorrow. They didn't formulate a plan of how to get there. They said, let's go. Let's go. And then they hurried. If only we could respond that same way when Jesus asked us to do something. Jesus puts opportunities before each and every one of us every day. He invites us to come and see what he's doing around us and be a part of it. We can choose to sit, stay, and do nothing. Or we can respond in obedience as the shepherds did. Then we can experience the joy and the peace that comes from experiencing Jesus. The third thing we can learn from the shepherds when you come and see Jesus you're going to leave changed Jesus changes everyone who comes to him it says this about the shepherds starting in verse 17 Says after seeing him the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. After the shepherds met with Jesus, after they encountered him, they changed. They became bold and they started telling everybody. Remember, these are the outcasts. These are the ones the world pushed aside. And here they are. Telling everybody about what they just saw. Their circumstances didn't change. It said they went back to their flock, so they're still shepherds. And yet, they were still praising and glorifying God. Why is it important? Why are the shepherds important to us? Because no one is too far from God. God. As everyone can come and see, and everyone will be changed. See, the shepherds show us that our importance in God's eyes is not a matter of our environment, it's not a matter of what we do for a living, it's not a matter of our circumstances. Our importance is based on our function in God's work, in God's kingdom. On this ordinary night in the fields, God does something extraordinary. In this one act, he was honoring the shepherd's worth. They were forgotten, but they weren't forgotten to him. Who are our shepherds today? Who are those that we overlook? They're the elderly. They're the drug addicted. They're the convicted felons. They're the homeless. They're the ones we say are untouchable, unlovable. Basically, the overlooked are the ones, not to simplify this too much, but that you overlook. But they're the ones that you avoid eye contact with. They're the ones when you walk down the street and you see them ahead, and you say, oh, I'm going to go this way so I can avoid them. They're the ones that are standing in the intersections and you see them holding a sign. And you roll up your window and you look the other way so you don't have to see them. Those are the overlooked of our time. Those are our shepherds today. God commands us to reach out to those people. That's what he did that night. How dare we say, not me, Lord, not me. Matthew 25, starting in verse 35, says this. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? Or a stranger and show you hospitality? Or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, doing it to me. God's economy is the opposite of what the world tries to tell us. Because in God's economy, the nobodies are the somebodies. We care about the homeless, we care about the forgotten, we care about the shepherds, because God does. We care about those that are cast aside by society, those that are deemed unworthy by our world standards, those that find themselves being held hostage by their past. When we respond with acts of kindness, we are simply saying, you matter. Just a simple hello, a simple smile says, you're, you're worth something. You're valued and you're loved. See, when we honor the shepherds in our life, the forgotten ones, that God puts in our path, we're honoring him. When we reach the forgotten, we're reaching out to him. Don't miss this. When you resist the forgotten, you're resisting him. Proverbs 14 31 says it this way. Those who oppress the poor insult their maker. But helping the poor honors him. These two verses I just read. There's no wiggle room for us there, none. There's no, oh, but. And I've and I've said this myself in the past. They're just going to use that money to buy drugs. They're just going to use it to buy alcohol. I don't need to give them money. They made their choices. They're on the street for a reason. But you know what? If I give 20 bucks to the man, homeless man on the corner, and he uses it to go buy drugs, that's not my problem. Because I'm answering to him. And Jesus said, when you gave me food, when you gave me drink, you're doing it for me. And so that's why I do it. That's why I go to the street corner and give the 20 bucks. Because I'm doing it for him. It doesn't matter what that person is going to do with it. They're answering to God as well. But you never know what your one act of kindness will do. You never know how God's going to use it to touch this person. Remember, anyone who comes to Jesus experiences Jesus is going to be changed. I was in New York last week, and um, there are a lot of homeless people in New York, and we were there to celebrate a birthday. And you know, it's Christmas decorations around. It's it was you know, wonderful, but so many homeless people on the street, so many. And there's this one particular night, and I, I had studied for this, and I knew the words, and God spoke to me, and he said, What are you going to do? You're walking down the streets, and you're seeing a homeless person on every corner. What are you going to do? I was convicted. I was convicted big time. So one of the nights, I I sat out, I took out my wallet, and I bundled up probably six or seven little packages of money that I could hand out for the next most people I saw. And that's what I did, I walked down the streets. And they were sitting there in different spots. And I said, God, I'm going to do it. You convicted me. My heart It's for you. And, and that's what I did. I didn't bring any presents home for my kids. I, no, I'm, I'm giving it away because they need it more than we do. And so that's what I did. But I'm not saying that to boast. I'm saying that because I'm speaking to myself too. Okay. This is this is this is a big deal because this is about him and what we're doing to represent him. Oftentimes. We get our own judgments in the way. We let our own prejudices determine someone else's worth. And we need to know every single person out there, every person in here and every person out there is valuable to him. And we need to remember that. There's an irony in this story with the shepherds. Because the shepherds in this particular field, just outside of Jerusalem, It's believed that all the sheep that they were tending were the same sheep that were used in the temple for the sacrifices. And yet, the same temple wouldn't allow the shepherds in. But God made a point to go to these shepherds in this field on this night. He knew that they couldn't go to the temple You brought the temple to them, and that's our job. Everyone is invited to come and see, and we're supposed to be bringing the temple to those that can't come in, those that don't feel comfortable to come in. We're here to reach out to the lost, the forgotten, the ones that are hopeless. Ever caught the eye of one of those homeless people out there have you ever looked at them you know why you look away because it it makes you uncomfortable because you know the right thing to do and you don't want to do it you look in their eye there's no hope they're hopeless they feel worthless when you look back and you can smile and say hey thinking about you here gift card by whatever it is, just even a word, a kind word, said, hey, can I pray for you? What's your name? I want to pray for you. That's why the shepherds in this story are so important. Because every life has worth, every life has value. Every life has purpose in God's kingdom. You know, by the grace of God, every one of us in here is welcomed at the cross but we need to remember the cross was only here because the manger came first. Take the time to reach out to someone that you wouldn't normally reach out to. Tomorrow we're going to be at the nursing home. I want to see every one of you guys there. There's no excuse. You know, you're not answering to me, so if you feel guilty about not going, don't come to me. you got to go to him all about him but don't let it stop there let's be bold enough to pray that God presents us with the opportunities to touch someone that society says they're worthless that society says you don't matter church let's commit to serve and love in a way that matters honor him father father I thank you for your word. I thank you that it just cuts right to the soul of who we are. It tells us how to become more like you. Make us bold, Father. Give us courage to do the right thing. Father, I pray for the people in this room. But I also pray for the people beyond this this building father I pray that for everyone in here you you bring at least one person into their path it just needs to know they matter and that we have the courage to step out be bold for you precious son's name